Shut up and sit down. Today on Critical Mass, Mike Pence asks a gay dude with our guest Jason. Enjoy the show. And that's when I said, Father, two fingers, try three. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 he was a priest. Oh. Yeah, I didn't want you to get the wrong idea. Oh, okay. Of course. Clarification. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, we've began our third episode of Critical Mass. Welcome. They say third time's a charm. They do. We might actually get something right this time. I I doubt it. Well, okay. So we got a we got a special guest here today, Rockness. Who's that? We Dan. have we have <laughs> we have my biological brother. As Jason. opposed to what? Um, I don't know what's. Well, if it's not biological, I guess it's like. Like a friend brother? Like friend brother. brother. Like bro. Like bro. like a like you know how like some people are like, This is my brother, even though they're not really brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah, I have they usually have to like each other though to say that. Technically I showed up to the hospital after my brother here was born. Ah. Uh, they could have made a mistake. They could have. Switched but, to it happens all the time. But if you look at photographs of yeah. when I was at his age. Okay. Same thing. Wow. Very similar. That's so he's twenty seven now. He just had his twenty seventh birthday. Oh, happy you birthday. You look at photos of me, although I guess in the mid twenties is really when I started to let myself go. Yeah. But if I hadn't Okay. Twins. Yeah, I mean he really looks like a more fit version of you. Right. Like someone Good. that actually tries. Educated. Except he's a dumb fuck. I'm just kidding. Well, maybe we. I mean, Culture. we can introduce. <laughs> so, so you're uh, you're Dan's brother. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, whatever you want to tell us. Uh, Social security number, blood type, address, phone number, email. Go. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been on this planet for 27 years. Um, yes. First time doing a podcast. That's for sure. Yay! Yay! So- um. Oh, add in some effects there of, like, balloons and fireworks. <laughs> no, no, not with your mouth. I meant oh. later in the editing process, you dumb I'm not shit. doing anything with my mouth when you being involved again. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm just here uh, doing this for the first time. I'm excited to see what this is all about. Well, we brought, we brought Jason on because... Yes. For a reason. We thought, hey, we've been talking about a lot of gay stuff. Gay stuff. Uh, and we, we've been talking a lot about Trump stuff. And hate and people that hate people for no reason. Yeah, and we just thought that Jason could give perspective (laughs) on not only what it's like to be in a struggling lower middle class tax bracket, if not lower class, depending. Upper lower class. Upper lower class. Upper lower class. (laughs) Uh, But also to be gay in in Trump's America. Who Um, told you I was gay? (laughs) You did. (laughs) I mean, we just inferred. You're a snappy dresser. <laughs> okay. You're a good-looking guy. You right. smell nice, that and hurts. I just I immediately say gay. Yeah. We've eaten dinner with your boyfriend. True. That'll do it. True. That, that, was, that was a giveaway. So uh, I guess we're just going to talk about it. We're going to discuss it. Um, you know, uh, I have some questions. I'm sure Dan has some questions. Uh, Jason, um, you know, any topic you want to specifically um, discuss, a story really anything uh you know whatever uh so i guess i'll start with my question um you know there's a lot of 
stuff around um, like right now. Uh, you've got things that are recent. You've got the the Orlando freaking massacre by that crazy person yeah. at a gay club. False. You've got didn't um, hear about that. You didn't hear about that. No, when was that? A long time, a, f- a few months ago. Not a long time ago. You didn't hear about that. Oh, you mean in Bowling Green? Oh, uh, oh yes. The massacre? No. <laughs> Wrong massacre. You idiot. I don't know. <laughs> um, We're sticking to facts here today. Not alternative facts. We discussed this. I don't know the difference. But, um, okay, so to continue my question, so um, we've got that. You've got uh, Trump as president, which has told us it's okay to hate pretty much anyone that's different um, by him being president. It's perfectly acceptable. So I guess what is it like for you? Have you run into anything? Have you run into any ignorance, any idiots, anything at all? Um, I personally have not run into anything. I know wow. a good amount of my friends who have experienced some things. Um, you have a story? Yeah, there. Uh, one of my friends was going to uh, Dunkin' like she does every single morning, mm-hmm. and she is uh, transgender. Okay, so I'm sorry, lesbian just to, as well. Just to kind of okay, so she's transgender, meaning. She is now addressed as he? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to be clear on that. Okay, yes. so he. Got it. Continue, right. please. And uh, probably a defender by saying this stuff, because I'm not, I'm not good at this transgender stuff. Uh, it's okay. This is a still uh, she, she, he still identifies as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's just say it's blatantly obvious. Fair enough. She, she walks in the room and you know. Right. Uh Somebody came through behind her in line and kept asking her to leave. A bunch of three big burly men uh, were asking her to leave, saying, what are you doing in here? Uh, Was one of their names Daryl, and did they drive a pickup truck? They did drive pickup trucks. Wow. They were actually pickup trucks. Uh, They worked for the city of Rochester. Mm. Uh, City employees. City employees. one of them told her to go get your coffee down on Park Ave, where you belong. But, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Where was this? It was at a Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, Dunkin' up in Arondequoit. In Iran, in the nice part of Arondequoit? Uh, I don't know what Park Is there a is. nice part? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Culver and Norton. Culver and Norton. Yeah. Oh, so, so not, so not great, but not bad. Yeah, okay. right, on the, right around the cusp. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. But, okay. Uh, telling her to go... Down to Park Ave, and uh, she noticed that a lot of the employees didn't really do anything. None of the employees didn't really stick cared. up for her. Yeah, um, and it went on for, she said it went on for 15, 20 minutes, because it was the morning rush, so it was really busy. So she had to stay and wait in line that whole time, and they did nothing but berate her. Um, and then one of the gentlemen proceeded to follow her out to her car, and she had a Bernie sticker on her car. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he just, he saw that and he went off. He was like, you socialists, you this, that, and third. You know, you're, what are you doing here? You belong up in Canada, this, that, and the third. And um, she, she exercised her right and she stayed silent and she didn't say anything. Really? Yeah. For 15, let's say anywhere between 5, 10, or 15 minutes, and these people are being assholes, and she didn't say anything. I, I, I just don't under, because you tell that story, and in my mind, what I'm thinking, the guy, the guys that are talking to her, 
going to be him this way. Um, then to following her out to her car, I cannot help but my brain goes, this man has a tiny penis. Like, he literally oh, yeah. is just, like, he's got to be rocking a centimeter, oh, yeah. maybe two. I'm going metric right now because this motherfucker wants to talk about metric. Canada. Let's go metric. Yeah. You got a, maybe a wow. two centimeter cock. Good call. And you're standing behind a, a fucking person who. She's like 5'2. Like She's like 5'2, like and these guys were like 6'3. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I just. It may be, it may be a he, it may be a she. It. It may be an old or a young or a black or a white. It's a person. A human fucking being. A per, it's a person. A, a, a human. Not an animal. Not a subhuman. Not someone who went into the coffee shop and, like, took their clothes off and said, look at me. I'm yeah. going to be a man. Like, that's right. not. Now, all of I us. I just want coffee. All of I, us just was, want, I just want coffee. Just give of, me some coffee. All of us have worked with kids, the three of us. Yes. Yep. And. When we see or hear about kids behaving like that, mm-hmm. it like turns your stomach. You know, oh, it's like oh, absolutely God. because you see how evil that a person can be, but you say to yourself, okay, they're a kid, and there's no filter there. Oh, so yeah, you try and understand, there. like you're like, all right, you got a you have you have a teaching moment. You say, all right, that's not how you handle things. That's not how you treat another person, and hopefully they grow out of that. Hopefully they learn from that. That it doesn't feel good to treat another person like that. Exactly. But now you have a situation where an adult or several adults are behaving that way. And not only is that abhorrent, it's frightening. It, it, it's very frightening that our country, uh, home of the free, uh, land of the brave, uh, give us... Is that, is that, that I, wrong? I, 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 I reverse that. You know what? The point is, it's not because you're a communist. It, it's got to be because I'm a communist. I like Bernie. Um, but the fact of the matter, I bet you're a Gary Johnson guy. I was, oh, and he's just not going to do anything with his career at all. I mean, he had a lot of good ideas. Um, but did you know what those ideas were? Do I? No, did Gary oh, know what those okay. ideas were? Probably it was too not. high. I don't think he understood what <laughs> was going on. Well, I liked his stance was stay out of your bedroom and stay out of your wallet. Yeah. And yeah. I, I like that. Enough. That turned yeah. me on, um, you know, because I don't want anyone in my bedroom. I never make my bed. You know what I mean? True. For me, it's embarrassing, so the government shouldn't come in and tell me how I need to make my fucking bed. It's none of your goddamn business. Pisses me off. But let's, let's bring it back yeah. to what we were talking about. Circling back. Circling back, um, thank you for sharing that story first and foremost. Um, because I'm obviously I'm a most days I'm a straight white man, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't have these stories. I don't have these moments that are it, like Dan had said teachable moments where you know you're just like wow uh, this is so fucking terrible. We need to learn from this so we don't continue to allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have Dan. Do you have any of these moments? No, you you don't. Hmm. Exactly. None. Hold on, I'm still thinking. <laughs> oh, okay, exactly. So you, so you yeah, have... I don't think it's there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I'm a, I'm a tall. I'll, I'll add that in. Tall white man. Yes, you are. So, no one's even allowed to give me a dirty look because if they do, I'll just call the cops. You know what I mean? True. I, I guess. So, so moving on, Dan, do you have any, any questions for your? brother here well i mean i guess we, we did cover he basically said that you know he doesn't really struggle too much with people 
giving him shit for being gay. No, just uh, I just see it's not on the surface. Yeah, but he sees it more often. Um, Plus, I don't. I've never gone out on a limb to show people that I'm gay. Right. Um, I I did give you an armband, but I don't see you wearing it anymore. Did you really give me an armband? (laughs) No. Just say because I would not wear that. Once Trump became president, I thought we were going to do that for everybody. Like yeah. the gays would wear an armband. Right. The uh, Jews. Anybody making less than fifty thousand dollars a year would have to wear one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. But um, that was really my other question: was you've been living, you've been living in poverty since you were born. Yep. Now I don't want to sound disparaging to our parents. They they were both hardworking. And they, they, they cut their coupons, and yeah. they, you know what I'm saying, they balanced their checkbook, and they, they made sure that that house had heat, yeah. had water. Yeah. And we always had Christmas gifts. We always, always had Christmas gifts. Yeah. And I, let me tell you, I got to a point where I was noticing, we're like, okay, this was a tough year for them. I oh, can yeah. tell. Oh, yeah. um, I got an orange for Christmas this year. But Mom, make, but Mom, make no Dad. Mistake, make no mistake. <laughs> We were, we were a poor family. They just oh, yeah. did a really good job of not making it seem that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we most of my clothes were hand-me-down clothes. From and who? Probably you were the eldest. And most of mine I, were I had older cousins. hand-me-down, hand-me-down from you. Yeah. Okay, I don't. I can't relate to any of that because I'm the eldest of yeah. the cousins, the brother, everyone. I'm the eldest. So all my shit was brand new. Right. But, I mean, it was from, like, Walmart, you know. Of course. My... my and your mom, she struggled, but she made it work. Well, she yeah. raised two boys. I mean, so my mom raised us by herself. And, yeah, Christmas times were tough, uh, but there was always heat. Mm-hmm. There was always water. There was mm-hmm. always food in the fridge. And we always got gifts on Christmas. And ju- I think to your point, I, I didn't really realize it till the way you just put it, Dan, mm-hmm. which was on Christmas you'd see how – how hard your parents had it based on the gifts you got. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of crazy. Like that just kind of brought me back to a couple of like the year I got like a stuffed bear. The year yeah. before that, I got like a, a Nintendo 64 right. and yes. Star Fox with a rumble pack. Oh, the year yeah. after that, I got a single <laughs> teddy bear. So like, my, you, you had a tough year on the books. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, please continue. Yeah. So please. my, my, so the, basically the parents, I mean, we weren't like poor, like standing in line at Wegmans using food stamps. Although I wouldn't well, I be remember shocked. waiting in line to apply for food stamps with mom. Yeah. And I do I do remember going to court yep. for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So m- money was always an issue. It's not like it it isn't for most people, you know. But uh so we, we grew up in, in basically a poor household, but it was clean, it was heated, so for the most part it was a great childhood. But now, so basically what I'm saying is for most of our lives, we've been living under either a Republican or a Democrat, and the economy has gone up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a four-year degree and plenty of debt. Uh, you've gone to college. I avoided that. <clears throat> yeah, you went to MCC for a little bit, though. I went to MCC, and then I just stopped going. Right. Uh, so no jobs. economically now, you're living with your boyfriend in, in a in your second place together mm-hmm. uh, in a new home, but in a slightly different neighborhood than you were before. Uh, the hood. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's called the hood. So we were kind of curious what your perspective is on the economy, what, what, it, what it's like to 
live on peanuts? Uh, it's, you know, it kind of, it kind of ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's really frustrating, Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, God forbid something big happens in your life, like your car breaks down or whatever you need and you're just sent scrambling. But, you know, then there are other times where it kind of does force you to be humble. It does kind of force you to just look for the necessities i guess it kind of yeah. tra- it kind of trains you to just be like all right well we don't need that we don't need this um but like i said it's the opposite end too it's where like oh, well, i'd really like that in my house or mm-hmm. you know i'd like to <laughs> i'd like to run my hot water a little bit longer but i can't yeah so i mean in uh, just to jump in is it really at that point like uh, no no fucking around like you know oh absolutely you're so you're oh, actually absolutely. like counting the minutes for the hot water uh second basically yeah we're saying you know no longer than 10 minute showers um wow. we okay. have we put timers on pretty much all of our electronics i mean we unplug our cable box at the end of the night because we're just trying to cut corners that much plus we're saving for a house which doesn't make it good mm-hmm any easier um but it, it it will be it will be someday it will be someday i've heard that since i was like nine yep um i believe so you. i'm waiting for that day uh but the secret is that's a lie what yeah, i just said lie. was a complete lie yeah i this house that we're in currently i'm i'm was given to me um for now i have to i do have to buy it mm-hmm. at, at a point I am saving. We're scrounging every penny. I thought we move into this house. Shit's going to get easier. Shit gets, I don't want to say harder, but it changes. Exactly. The challenges change. Something breaks. Exactly. Something breaks here. It's on me. Yeah. I got to fix it. So I I just, this, this is, I mean, I, I, I guess you're putting stuff into perspective for me, but you know, unplugging the cable box at the end of the night. Wow. I mean, yeah. getting to that point. Please continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, plus, it it has to do with you know our neighborhood as well, where we're living now. It's it's a slightly different um, clientele that uh, it does cause a concern for us because it's not that we think these people are after us specifically. We just know that we have more than them. And if we're in a bad situation, if they're in a really bad situation, they're going to be more apt to take from you. Take. Yeah. And that's not necessarily, see, I've come from the standpoint of where I was in that situation years ago. I was taking things from people and stealing and doing really bad things. And that was because I needed it. Okay. I wasn't doing it for fun. Um, you weren't getting like a thrill or you getting like a rush. No. It was just like, I'm fucking hungry. I'm hungry. I need to take this to sell this for money so that I can t- continue to have a car. So are you, are you going to be starring in the live action Aladdin movie that they're <laughs> going to steal the eat? <laughs> Tell you all about it. <laughs> right. And I, I just, now I look at it from a standpoint of, oh, they're just all thieves and oh, they're all this, that, and the third. And it's just like, no, they're struggling. They're yeah. struggling just like I was. And... You know, they, they act out of desperation. It's desperation, and you know, 
thank God I went through that when I was 18, 19. I don't have kids to feed. Yeah. I don't have all this adult bullshit baggage that, you know, goes along with that kind of lifestyle. So a lot of it is, you know, we're downsizing, we're trying to be better about the budget, and we're trying to really open our minds to where we can permanently set up shop. Um, you know, like our mother was very upset with my move to where I am now. She's typical motherish and worries about every little thing. Uh, yes. She also thinks that parts of Greece are ghetto. But they can be. They can be. On they the can area. be. But not the type of ghetto that's going to mess with. Crime happens everywhere. Um, it does. You know, is it more likely to happen in certain areas than others? Sure. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why black tar heroin has become an epidemic in the Midwest. Because the criminals understand that in the inner cities and in the major cities, there are DEA, FBI agents undercover looking out. So they found a market in the smaller cities, in the suburbs, in the wealthier neighborhoods, where these cops are not going to be looking. It's easier to sell their stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so exactly. So don't tell me that simply because you live on the nicer side of town that you, you can escape crime. It can happen anywhere at any time. Absolutely. But I think that's part of the, the, the arrogance, or no, not arrogance, the ignorance of a certain generation hmm. thinking that it's still this side of the tracks and that side of the right, tracks. Right, right. 1960s that America. This, this, the outsiders yeah. and there's the bad boys from well, that side. And to further and that point. And it's like all these, everybody is meshed so much. I mean, I can tell you from living in the city, not all of the city is decimated in poverty mm-hmm. and not everybody's walking around with their pants sagging in bandanas. I mean, it really is a mixed culture in the city. Absolutely. Even at my school, there's a really good mixed culture. Um, it is still predominantly black, but there is a lot more mixture than I thought there would be. And what's surprising is that even though all these people come from different racial backgrounds and come from different religious beliefs and all different ages too, they're all poor. We're all the same level of poor. Yeah. We're all we're all suffering the same problems, give or take. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why, at least with where I work, there's such a sense of family hmm. because we just know that we're you all gotta take struggling. Care of each other. We got to yeah. take care of each other. That's what we're here for. That's, yeah. There's a beauty in that. Yeah, there's a beauty in that, but there's also this collective disdain, disdain for the establishment for not the only, system. Well, not only the city. I'll of put Rochester. the system on trial. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. It's funny, you know. We I hear from older white gentlemen that mm. these people are taking advantage of this, that, and the third, and you know they're finding loopholes <clears throat> and this, that, and the third, and they are to a, to a certain degree. Yeah. They are, but oh, they're yeah. trying to they're trying to feed their kid. What's wrong with that? Or find a little bit of comfort in a very uncomfortable life. Exactly. Yeah. Something yeah. to take them away for just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have half of my kids live in shelters. Wow. So 
that they you know they want to cut the funding on. Yeah. And it just so you're saying this stuff, and yesterday I had a very eye-opening conversation with someone I would consider a very close friend of mine. Oh God. Um, and I didn't realize these were the views of this person that. The folks in the situations that you're describing mm-hmm. put are, are there by themselves f- because of themselves for not trying hard enough in life. Mm. Now, I, I saw your face. Mm-mm. Immediately, you winced in pain when I said that. Mm-mm. And me hearing that yesterday, I felt the same way you did. Now, yes, are there people that are in this situation due to fault of their own? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And those people shouldn't be rewarded nor given handouts. However, there are many that have nothing because they started with nothing they they were left in a home somewhere their mom and dad are in prison they don't know how to act they don't know how to be they don't know how to do a b c or d Mm -hmm. they act out they they need they may need help well then you know the answers i'm getting from this well then they should starve to death and then we don't have to pay for them anymore yeah and i know but i guess the point i'm making is are there people that game the system? Yes. Sure. Are there people that need the system? Yes. Absolutely. This The point I'm making is this. You take a child, a poor, destitute child with drug-addled shit parents. Stay with me for a second, okay? The kids get their free lunches. They get a free education. They're fed. They get, a free, they get free daycare. Mm-hmm keep them away from their parents as much as possible educate them this child then moves on goes to college this child gets a full education this child becomes i don't know a doctor uh maybe a technician maybe Mm -hmm. you know what i mean well that's that's where people on the other side of the argument say and that's on them why isn't that happening but let me let me finish the point i'm making is is that now we have helped this child to get an education, to be part of something bigger than them, and now you have one less person that needs to turn to crime, one less person that's going to break into your house, one less, one less person, one less drug addict, mm-hmm. one less person that thinks it's okay to beat their wife, yep. one less person. We have done that because of these quote-unquote government handouts let's not look at it look at it as a government handout let's look at it as an investment in the future of our country why can't we look at it like that instead i've got a friend of mine who i think very highly of who actually doesn't see that this is an investment in the future of our country well it all affects us i mean we end up paying for uh drug addicts we end up paying for uh all those things we end up paying for people who are dragging on our society whether your friend likes to admit it or not he's being affected by all that yeah yeah true so maybe he needs to take a better look as to where his money's going locally because i can tell you from this from just working at where i've been working for a year Rochester's top five in the nation for poverty. Mm. The entire nation. Yeah. It blew my mind. How many cities are across this entire nation and we're top five? I think we're like third or fourth. Jeez. That's not that's not a stat you want to have. No, absolutely not. 
I mean, we're... Who beat us? Albion beat us. Oh, well, that's believable. Yeah, but it's it, it was measured by poverty per capita. Uh, there's so many factors. There's so many factors. I mean, and to go back on what you said about, you know, the kids, helping the kids out, we really got to help these families out, too. I yeah. mean, we can't... You take a kid away from their parents, and their success rate drops by 50%. Okay. Um, that's just a fact of life. No kid likes to be taken away from their parent. Even kids that have been beaten up and neglected, and they, they're still young, and they still love their parents. Right. And their There's success a goes... code that tells them that they should be with their parent. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's biological. It's, right. it's nothing... We can't program that out of kids. Right. No matter how much foster care we put them in. Yeah. No matter how many programs we put them in. You put them in Boy Scouts, put them in this, that, and the third. Yeah. Give them a great, you know, permanent family. Mm-hmm. That kid's always going to want to want their parents. True. And then think of it. These parents who are consumed with drugs or whatever else they're into. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the front of their brain is all about the crack right now and yeah. all about this, but love that crack they're always in the back they're thinking about their kid so they're not going to want to get better if they're constantly thinking about their kid that's halfway across the city that was taken away from them what's the point of me getting better now if i don't have my kid exactly what's the point exactly it's funny you say that because it reminded me of my situation with my my divorce and my custody battle um was not being able to see my newborn daughter and what did I want to do was just uh, drink. Yeah. <laughs> drink. And when I was done drinking, I wanted to drink some more. Um, and that's when I had to finally come to a realization is if you continue this, you're really just never going to see her, period. No. Um, because you're uh, fucking drunk. And I had to scale that back and then had to kind of realize I'm, I'm actually a better person than I think mm-hmm. that I am. And I completely... I, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. But um, let's go ahead. We're going to take a break. I believe we have a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have a sponsor. If you want to be a sponsor, let us know. Put it in the comments. Um, let us know if you would like us to talk about your business, your company, you. We have an email, don't we? We do have an email. I don't remember the email address, but when we get back, <laughs> when we get back, when we get back, get we'll, our yeah. email address. But or let, you can just read the comments below. Go ahead, Dan. So, so this just came in uh, this just this last week, but I didn't mention it till now. Oh boy! Uh, it's a you know, everybody's been talking about just better ways to shave. Yeah. Like yeah. there's these uh, I don't want to say the name of the company, but uh, 100 Cent Shave Club. Ah, uh, okay. yeah. And uh, there's another one out there. It's, you know, just cheap razors. Yeah. Um, well, this one's more focused for hipsters. Okay. This one's called Rusty's. Rusty's. Of yeah. Course. Rusty's Hipster Blades. I'm just going to read the copy. Please. Ever wanted to get an authentic shave? Mm. Try Rusty's Blades. The 18th century was full of real men. Not afraid of a little pull and sting. Yeah. The Rusty's Blades will carve your face. <laughs> and their dullness will literally pull every hair out painfully. But you'll be a better man. Rusty's. Because real men live in constant pain. Go to ohgodwhy.com 
That's O-H-G-O-D-W-H-Y.com for more info. I, we really – so um, if that's not an indication, we need sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Please leave your comments below. When we get back, we're going to ask questions Republicans would ask to a gay man. Yes. We'll be right back. doesn't matter who you are. It, it, if you were once a cigarette smoker and you want an alternative, then you turn to vape. Uh, yes and no, but now you got these kids with the the cloud contests that that like oh. there's actually contests about making clouds. Like I look at these fucking douchebags in these vape lounges, yes. and they're like asking me all these <laughs> questions like, "Oh, what kind of rig? What kind of rig you got?" Listen, first of all, it's not a fucking rig. It's it's a vape. A rig. Yeah, that's what they call them. They're your your quote unquote rig to sound fucking cool. Isn't that a boating term? I don't know, man. Like I was thinking like big rig, like. Or truck, truck, yeah. I don't really understand it. For me, I feel more macho. That's it, what it is. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. For me, I want to just not smoke cigarettes, but I want to smoke still because I love smoking. I I do. I love to I do smoke. Too. I'm not ready to quit. Oh, I've never <laughs> been ready. I still to love quit. it. Oh, it's isn't it great? It's fantastic. Oh, after there's, a meal, there's nothing. The driving. Oh, to, after you take a huge shit. I do it while I'm shitting. Oh, my God. That's what that dreams actually, are made of. Yeah. That mm. actually, like, expedites the process. Oh, it feels Real so quick. good. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I did that one time at a buddy of mine's place who uh, allows smoking in his in his house. So I was like, friends. wait a second. And he had an ashtray next to the toilet. And I had my cigarettes in my pocket, which, of course, my pocket was down near my ankles because mm-hmm. I was sitting on the toilet. Right. And I was, like, fumbling through there. I'm like, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And I grabbed a cigarette, and I put it in, and I lit it. And I just took that first drag while I grunted and splashed the water with some feces. <laughs> and I was just like, uh Yeah, it's a great aid. Oh, it's, a, it's wonderful. Or, like, how about the mm. first cigarette after, like, a couple of drinks or a nice yes. shot? Oh, my God. Good shot of liquor. Uh, fun story. Fun story. Please. Um, Really close friend of mine, his mom might be dying of cancer from the brain and lungs from smoking. Ooh, Debbie Downer. Yeah, I mean... So let's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still smoke because my best friend lost her mom to lung cancer and she didn't smoke a cigarette in her life. Yeah, I know. I know. I say that too. It's like... No. We also all die anyways. You never know. You never know. But yeah, yeah, meanwhile, know. her daughter is literally taking care of her hand and foot and she's begging people to stop now if you can. And you know what? Smoking is not good for you. Neither is bacon, neither, neither is, coffee. is coffee, neither is heroin. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down on the coffee. I thought coffee was good for you. I mean... I thought it was good for your heart. Caffeine, no. <laughs> caffeine is great for your heart. In fact, I've been Well, not the caffeine part, but... Mainlining coffee. The, the, the beans. I thought the beans were good. The well, it's like I don't saying, know. I read it on the internet. That's like saying Trump is okay. I mean, not, not the racism part, but like the economic leadership part. Yeah, because he's doing a fucking You can't separate the two. That. They come together. They're a package deal. They come together. So, <laughs> a little tangent there. So, we're going we're gonna to move on to our, our segment um, in honor of uh, Jason joining us. And I know we said what we called it what Republicans would ask a gay dude. Yeah. And we're going to rename it right now because that's what we do. We, we change things on the fly. Yeah. And it's what Mike we're Pence. We're a very professional show. So professional. What Mike Pence would ask a gay dude. So um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask these questions. Jason, please um, answer them honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. Please feel free to... If, if you don't like it, we'll just edit everything out. We can do that. Okay. But 
um, be sure to uh, defend yourself. Okay. Please. Um, so first question I feel Mike Pence would ask, um, at what point did you choose to be gay and why did you choose to be gay? Uh, I think I chose to be gay, uh, around, it's this time in adolescence life, so it's called puberty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's when you chose to, um, cause it's a choice. Right. Um, it's not. It's not. It's I'm, not. I'm sorry. Big as, news, as though, Mike, this just in. We're getting. A, did, we're getting news here. Now, now, Mike. Now, Mr. Pence. Did you? Did you choose to be straight? Well, God, God made God made me me, and God made all of us straight. Okay. Well, now you're bringing in something imaginary to facts so i'm gonna need i'm gonna need the bible is a fact the bible is a fact the bible is a physical book it's it's filled with fairy tales but it's it's a it's a physical book yes so that is a fact but uh science is actually proven more and more again that it's uh it's biological well with your almighty science um explain to me scientist about being gay what is that what does science tell us about uh gayism gay that is wow that's oof um what does science tell us about gayism well uh that it's the same as straight people or as i like to call them breeders breeders um well hold on let me just interject here the real question you're asking Yes, uh, as Mike Pence, Pence, not as the Rock Ness Mr. Monster. Pence, yes, it's predicated on the idea that we are all born straight, right? But really, of course, what you're, God what made you're us saying that way. is there any scientific data to prove what Jason is saying? Yeah, and there are scientists that are close to discover because you can't identify a gay gene. Okay. Mm-mm. You can't, not yet at least. Uh, there are other genes that indicate hair color, eye color, size, this and that, right? But we can't quite identify the gay gene. Doesn't mean that we won't in the future. So for the sake of argument, let's just say that we can't prove scientifically that someone is born gay, okay? So for the if, sake of argument. For the sake of argument, if you cannot scientifically prove right. that, that being gay is biological right then it must be a choice again i'm i'm again not that's fine so let's say that it is a choice okay now why on earth would someone choose to be marginalized hated um outcast outcast disenfranchised made fun of at an age when all you have to do is not have the right pair of shoes on to be made fun mm. of. Amen. Yeah. Great point. Great point. That's all you have to do. You show up with a stain on your shirt and you're the laughing stock of middle school. Why would anyone purposely come out and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to choose to be a victim. Why? It, it doesn't make any sense. If I can snap back into an actual human being, because Mike Pence is not a real human being, right. and go back to being the rockness monster, 
um, when when you see Jason um, on the news, CNN, um, you know, whatever it is that you watch, MSNBC, I'm assuming because you have a functioning brain, you don't use Fox News. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, so you hear these things about people saying being being gay is a choice. You made the choice. Your what are your like? What does that bring up? What does that inspire or or not inspire in you? Uh, I used to I used to get really really infuriated when I would hear that. Um, Fair. This was a couple years before uh, Barry O passed. Uh, the gay marriage in the country and uh miss that barrio i miss him the, already oh man Brock, come well back. well did he now because the supreme court passed it but he did a lot to push for it he spoke out for it he spoke he was out the first for president it. to actually come out and say it should be legal yes uh but i don't who actually introduced the bill into congress which eventually went to the supreme court right is that what happened Yes, it had to go to the Supreme Court. It had to go to the Supreme Court twice because it was shot down right in 2007 or But eight. usually for something to end up in the Supreme Court, it's because someone was pushing for it, was sued or is suing the civil system. I don't know how that works, but it I mean, it had to start in the court itself. It has to go through the Supreme... It has to go through the appellate process and then get pushed up through into the Supreme Court. All I know is that there were certain couples across the country where states were allowing gay marriage in their state. Right. And these couples were not getting certain benefits because the federal government wasn't recognizing it. Aha. Uh -huh. So I think what happened was it was just groups of gay couples going to Washington and saying, "We, if we're going to be married, then we need to be married 100%. Not right. absolutely not at a state level, um, but yeah, I used to get really infuriated with that. And now it's just now I laugh because these people have no idea what the hell they're talking about. You absolutely this straight person on the television telling me this. They didn't choose to be straight. They just are, yeah. and we can prove that with science to a certain degree, but when this person wants to bring up religion, which is not science-based, there's no evidence whatsoever, uh, then I, I, I don't listen to you anymore, because it's, it's not an equal argument. You're, you're, you're throwing fairy tales at me when I'm throwing science back at you. Exactly. It's the equivalent of me trying to uh, use Star Wars to explain something important that's going on in our yeah. world. I mean, it's literally yeah. the exact same thing. And right. I, I actually believe more in Star Wars as having actually happened than the Bible itself. Yeah. I feel like Star Wars is much more of a possibility than any anything that happened in the Bible. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. Sorry. Except for the stoning of women. I know that happened. What if, what if we yeah. explained homosexuality, the choice versus being born it, through the metaphor of your choice in football teams. Let's, for example, say that God, my realm. God came down and said, the Buffalo Sorry, Bills... Sorry, this is for the straights. Give us a moment. <laughs> the breeders. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills will never be able to conceive a Super Bowl. Okay, I use that word carefully. So they'll never be able to win a Super Bowl. Okay, God came down and said that. Just can't happen. Just like... 
a gay couple cannot physically create a baby out of thin air, right? So, if that's possible, if God came down and said that, right, Western New York would be faced with a choice, okay, well, we can't win a Super Bowl, but we could still go? We could still have great seasons? We can still be entertained by the whole notion of playing football? Even though we know in the end... We're not going to win the Super Bowl, but we could go to the store and maybe buy one. We could buy a trophy. Just like gay couples can adopt if they want kids, even though they can't conceive a child. And should be able to adopt, which right. is a whole topic right. mm-hmm. of these fucking kids don't have any parents. Right. Fuck you. So if now, you have an opinion, you adopt the goddamn child yourself then. So now these, these Western New Yorkers have a choice. <sighs> yes. They do have literally a choice. Do we... Stay Buffalo Bills fans, or do we find another team? I think a lot of people would still choose being a Bills fan because of what it make, how it makes them feel. You know what I mean? So let's pretend that, that it is a choice. If you want to be gay because that's who you're attracted to as a person. Well, it's what, I mean, let's... Then that's fine, isn't you, it? <laughs> you break it down to the most the the most base and then this is again jason correct me that's why you're here mm-hmm. i'm i can say and i think more people need to talk like this i'm ignorant not willfully ignorant i'm ignorant because i'm not gay yeah so just... i can't sit here and tell you mm-hmm. what i'm saying is right right because i'm i'm not gay um well you're so... not a member of the church <laughs> Well, members of the church can tell people what's right and wrong. Oh, well, of course. you. Yeah, of course. You have to be part of right. a clergy to, yeah. to, to be able to do that, but right. I'm not that person. So I guess uh, the basis uh, of terms uh, of is what... Oh, you said basis. Base, the base oh. is what gives you a boner. No, no, I'm Emotionally not asking you. and physically. I'm not, I'm not asking you. I'm just saying, uh, in my mind, is I, get, I look at a chick with nice tits and a nice ass... My yeah. my dick gets hard. A dude looks at another dude, and he gets hard. Yeah. The, I mean, that's just the ba- – to me, that's the basis. That's the base. Right. 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 Now, this is going to throw a wrench in that for Go a ahead. little bit because then there comes um, the people who say that they're bisexual. Yeah. That's – But um, sexuality is fluid. That they – okay, I'm yes, attracted to this. There's a lot of fluids that. when you're having sex. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's that whole new age of you're this, that, and the third. You're polyamorous. Polyamorous. Polysexual. I don't know. Pansexual. Um, when I was younger and going through puberty, mm-hmm. anything sexual gave me a boner. Mm-hmm. Anything. Man, woman. Man, anything. Teddy bear. Hmm. The scene in Zoolander where they're having a threesome. And they don't show below the shoulders. I, I don't even remember that part. Yeah, that got yeah. that that got You're to like, me. Yeah, with what was that? Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, and um, uh, what's your face? Long blonde. Ben hair. Stiller's wife in real life. Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had that threesome, and then the midgets were involved. From hey, dude. By the way, they're they're doing like the three sixty of them. Yeah. Around. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> they're surrounded by like a red carpet. Yeah. Just taking turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On every it's hole. like this horrible, awkward kissing. Yeah. Yeah, so that was 
And you're new to sexuality at that age. You're kind of like, These are all new chemicals that are coming out of your brain and everything. So literally I had no idea what was going on. Right. I had no clue. But to go back to it, I don't know if you remember this day or not. I drew a picture when I was really young of, we had to do it in school, we had to draw a picture of ourselves Mm-hmm. I drew a picture of myself as a muscle man. He, that's one right. of his things that he wanted to be when he grew I up. I wanted to be a muscle man when I grew up. Why? Just you ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up, and they say random stuff. Well, yeah, I wanted to be a superhero, literally. Right. Yeah, stupid. But I wanted to be in I fitness. I do. hate fitness. Um, <laughs> he, I drew myself as a giant muscle man, mm-hmm. and then I drew a little bone. Where my penis should be. Hmm. And my mom, well, the teacher obviously called my mom, and my mom came in and had to look at it. And my mom was like, you know, why did you draw a bone down there? You know you don't have bones down there. I was like, well, when I watch Muscle Men on the TV, that's what happens. I get a bone. Oh. Bones happen. And there it is. I was like five. You were five. And obviously you made that choice to like that at five. Right. This is Mike Pence speaking right now. At five years old, you had the wherewithal. I mean, you just learned how to be potty trained. You know. Yep. You you just you're getting tall enough to just about reach some of the the countertops, and you chose to be gay. Yes. It makes uh, perfect sense. Logical, perfect sense. He chose to live in sin, and I mean, he knows what Jesus went through on the cross. At and he five, still acts like that. Absolutely. At five, yes. At five years old, you're going to know everything about Jesus, and you're yep. going to know about burning in hell, mm-hmm. because being gay, uh, you're go- it's a one-way ticket to hell for eternity. Some people might say that we didn't really have much religion as a kid, as kids. Some people? Yeah. It's because we didn't. For I sure. mean, dad was... <laughs> you're dad so lucky. Was, our father was sometimes upset by that, uh, but I remember mom just telling us willy-nilly bible stories just well they just disagreed uh because he was a catholic right is and she was protestant slash lutheran slash whatever uh and never on a regular basis were we ever dragged to church there was a church down the street from us and we were never taken there except occasionally uh for whether it was easter maybe yeah easters or or Maybe a Christmas mass, if that. It, so it's not as if they tried to keep us out of the church, but they weren't necessarily dragging us there either. Right. So I, it's weird because of their disagreement, which seemed petty. Uh, I'm actually yeah. sort of grateful for that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, see, and it's funny because I'm on the other side of the coin. I'm uh, uh, my family's devout. Roman Catholic, yeah, because I'm first generation. I'm the first. I am the first person in my bloodline to be born on American soil myself. Mm-hmm. My younger Your mom brother, wasn't. N- no, my mom was. I'm saying on like my last name. My last with my last name. I'm the first person with my last name to be born on U.S. soil. I don't have my mom's last name. I have my father's last name. Right. Okay. So, so. that. 
that. But there, you're right. But there's two of you. So your mom was born on American soil, but your dad wasn't. Correct. So that made us devout Roman Catholics. And I mean, it was is some heavy shit. Church every yeah. Sunday, Sunday school, um, baptism, first reconciliation, first communion, all the shit. What got me was mm. I loved dinosaurs growing up. Fucking love dinosaurs. Right. Yeah. So you I look to, like one, too. Thank you. So I go to Sunday school, and they're teaching us about the book of Genesis. They're teaching us about, oh, you know, this is probably, I was maybe eight, nine years old, and this is probably the fifth or sixth time I've been through the Bible. I know the Bible very well. Okay. Um, and we're, we're in the book of Genesis, and we're discussing how God created the animals, and God created man, and the seventh day he rested, um, you know, he carved out the seas, all the happy horseshit. Yeah. You can't see me, but I'm making He's the jerk doing off a masturbation. Mm-hmm. So my, I yeah. raised my little hand. Harry, little and I, hand. I just was like this, raising <laughs> my hand. And um, the the Sunday school teacher was a man. He Uh-oh. called on me, and he said, "Yes, of course. What is your question?" I said, "Well, where were the dinosaurs? <laughs> like, if God just created the Earth." Like, just created it, like, two days ago, mm-hmm. and then carved out the oceans and created the lands, and then put the animals here, and then put Adam and Eve here. What what point in the story did he create the dinosaurs? And did he wipe out the dinosaurs? When, and I, I just started firing off these fucking questions. Right. And he started telling me that I needed to be quiet. He started telling me that I had to stop asking questions, and my hand kept going shush, up. Shush, 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 my, Billy. My hand, Here's a candy. Go in the corner. But but what about this? Don't but what about that? No, 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 but no. what about the cavemen? Were, was at, were Adam and Eve cavemen? Yeah. Were they cave people? Right. These yeah. were these were questions I was asking right. at like eight, nine years old, and he kept telling me I needed to be quiet. Hmm. And I finally just started the gears slowly started to turn in my head, even at that age, where I was like, this doesn't make any sense and then and then i found my savior at way too young of an age i should have never been allowed to watch spider-man this. no george carlin Ooh. Um, my father <laughs> my father who's non-religious yeah um now uh has been for a long time um but he was also brought up roman catholic yeah um he let me watch George Carlin at a very, very, very young age. An impressionable age. Very impressionable age. And you take what happened in Sunday school, and you fast forward a couple years later, and I'm still kind of mulling around in my head. Right, yeah. Do I believe in this stuff? And then I see what I believe is a who is a visionary, more than a comedian, more than than a man. He is the anti-Gandhi, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, that's a, I think that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that he did bad things; it's just that he was waking people up. Yes, in a very yeah. abrupt way. Yeah, well, he's not the anti-Gandhi. He's the opposite, more modern Gandhi. Is what you mean? No, like for instance, I'll put it this way: uh, Do you follow the Batman series at all? You mean the animated series? Any anything involving Batman sure. and Catwoman? Sure. Yeah. Catwoman is considered an anti-hero. She isn't exactly good. She isn't exactly bad, but she's there. She's helpful. She's helpful, but she also messes shit up too. Yeah, no, yes. I'm familiar with the term anti-hero. Uh, I just so think I'm that... like, if you take Gandhi being like the purest of of 
hero in right. terms of what he did for South Africa and India. Right. Maybe he, maybe he's like the Deadpool version of Gandhi. Yes. Deadpool's okay. another anti-hero, sure. De- yeah, but he's he's doing it for good reasons. Yes. Like some of the re- some reasons might be selfish. Plus he's kind of fucked up, which George Carlin altruistic. was. Oh yeah. But yeah, I think Deadpool's more Along the line, I I like where your head's at with that. He's like <laughs> he's like the Deadpool. I I I understand now. You just sort of clarified what you meant by anti Gandhi in the sort of anti hero vein. Correct. Right, Correct. Okay. Um, because anti Gandhi would would be Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But continue. Thank you. So I watched George Carlin. I listened to George Carlin. I listened to his words, and his words just reinforced and pushed what I was already mulling around in my head. Right. I am a huge George Carlin fan. Um, he hate me for saying this. God rest his soul. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's when religion died for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you've got the obligatory unanswered prayers when your family is being ripped to shreds through its own asshole. Right. And you, all you pray for, you're not praying for a new video game system. You're not praying for new toys. You're not praying for the Bills to finally win the Super Bowl because it was the 90s. You're not praying for a snow day. You're not praying for a snow day. You're praying for mom and dad to shut the fuck up and figure it out and stay together. Yeah, you're just praying for comfort. You're not praying for material things. Exactly. That's what they tell you. You don't ever, you're not supposed to pray for material things. Exactly. And to be as young as I was, 8 to 10 in that range, and for my prayers to be... I want mom and dad to have a night where they're not screaming at each other and I don't have to fucking listen to it. Or, and this is what brought Star Wars in for me, is that I would, like, when they would start screaming and just smack... They never threw stuff at each other, but my dad would pound the table hard or mm-hmm. my mom would slam a plate. You know, just in anger. And you can hear it. And they fucking... Oh, man, they grew to hate each other. But I would put in, like, The Empire Strikes Back and I would just put that in and I would crank the volume as loud as I could and just fucking just get lost in it. Just, okay, mm-hmm. Han's, Han Solo's come in. He's going to land the Millennium Falcon in the backyard, and I'm going to leave with them. And I, for me, growing up, that was more feasible than even praying to God because I would sit there and pray and pray and pray, and they would sit there and scream and scream and scream, and nothing ever got fixed. Right. So, again, the death of religion from being super religious and being pushed as a Roman Catholic to nothing at all. And that's where I am now. It's funny, the what killed religion for me was actually being gay. Ooh, please, please uh, flesh um, that out. I left fifth grade and went to uh, middle school, and I had the privilege of going to a middle school that was, in comparison to other middle schools, progressive um okay it was weird it was weird it was smaller it was it wasn't going to be a typical middle school experience um and i still struggled really really bad during sixth grade um that was a really awful time for me um everybody at that age is trying to find themselves so everybody's running around, everybody's oily and smells like B.O. And everybody's just trying to <laughs> Like one arm out. is like longer than the other. One's Your body than just the other. Right, Somebody you know? has like a long hair on their chin, but yeah. nowhere else. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's just gross. Terrible and time. Terrible time. Terrible time. Gym class was awful. Oh, yeah. And I was treated like... 
scum. I was treated like absolute garbage. I mean, I would walk down the hall and people would flood to the other side. I mean, they literally acted like I had a physical disease that would jump from me to them. But what was it? Like, what? I don't understand that they... Did you identify at that point at being gay? No. Or what, no. Like, what um, caused them to have I that I was silly and eccentric. I came from a school where I was kind of a big fish in a little pond. I had a lot of friends. I had... I was kind of the ringleader... I was funny and outgoing and, you know, I tried really hard to make people to, uh, to like me and going to a totally new area and with totally new kids, uh, it was a wake up call and these kids did not take to my persona. They didn't take to me. They didn't like you. They didn't like me okay. at all. Um, and then, you know, kids... Kids are awful, so they would just write things and pass notes before cell phones. Yeah. Pass notes and... Wow, I remember um, those days. Write things on lockers and and things like that. And uh, it, it threw me into a really awful depression for two or three years where... I can imagine. I attempted suicide a couple times. Um, Jesus. It was, it was awful. And I just remember sitting there multiple times in my room thinking... Why would God create me to live a life like this? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. the point? Um, and all the adults in my life keep telling me that it's going to get better or that kids are just mean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy, but they're not the one getting up at 730 in the morning. And dealing with and it. And dealing with it Monday through again. Friday. And back then it wasn't just Monday through Friday like it is now back then was buddy profiles and AIM messenger. Oh and my God. I mean, people would put up away messages. If we remember away messages, oh, I oh, remember yeah. they would put up away messages about me. Yeah. The very, very early days, of, early days. I mean, they're buddy profiles. People would have a buddy profile link about me. Jesus. In their, uh, buddy profiles. These are um, people that had literally nothing else to do. No, I think a lot of it, what what it was is like we were all trying to figure out our status. I think everybody was trying to figure oh, yeah. out where they fit, who they can get away with, who they can't stand up to, who they can. I think that's what it was. Plus, at this school I was going to, we were stuck with each other until smaller, senior year. Yeah, smaller class sizes all throughout. Right, yeah. and a lot of it was... You know, some adults were like, just wait till eighth grade. You'll be good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I got until senior year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be with these people for the next six years. I can't do this. Um, and I think a lot of that depression and how people acted towards me, um, who reached out, uh, really killed religion for me because all the adults were like, well, not all of them, but a lot of them were saying, well, you, you got to find a hobby or you got to take solace and in God, pray, um, ask, don't, don't ask, just, just tell God that you're, you're ready for better days. Like, well, I've been ready for better days for two years now Yeah. and nothing's happened. And then, you know, the divorce happened Mm. and then that got even worse. And it was just, 
I sound like such a cliche, like, female actress in some teenage movie, but, like, there was a lot of shit that happened in my life that just, I hated religion. Religion just died for me. It didn't do anything for me. And then I had a couple years of... Didn't offer you... Didn't offer me anything. And then there was a couple years where I was straight atheist. I did not believe in anything. I thought we're all just germs on this rock and we're all going to die and there's nothing important and nihilism. Yeah. Um we're a disease on this planet kind of thing. Wow. And then things started getting better as you got older. Fucking parents were right. Yeah. It did get better eventually. Um but the gayness didn't go away. <laughs> the, just how people act. Just couldn't shake that gayness. Just couldn't shake that gayness. God damn it. And you you showered regularly and yeah. still didn't come off. No, didn't come off. I cut my nails the way I was supposed to. I I used regular soap. Right, right. Hmm. So none of the advertisements were telling me. Meanwhile, truth. folks, he's a blonde haired, blue eyed man who's white. That's I mean, what Hitler perfect. had in mind. Yes, what Hitler yes. had in mind, except He's got that gay gene. Right. Couldn't get rid of it. Nope. That's that's some. Well, um, we started this out as uh, what Mike Pence would ask a gay dude, and I think we went off on some pretty awesome tangents. Um, fuck Mike Pence. Honestly, I think, yeah, just fuck Mike Pence. Um, (laughs) I mean, honestly, the dude is a huge piece of shit. I mean, honestly, (laughs) just Well, I think it ties into the fact that he's such a strong evangelical. I think that's where all of this hatred comes from. Yeah. Is his, his strong religious beliefs. And I just feel like, why are we still electing officials that bring their religion into the campaign. Absolutely. You ever see his talk about evolution in front yes. of the Senate? I don't YouTube care. That. Oh, boy. I don't care about what you, what you think is in the sky. Evolution isn't real. I, I want you book. to fix the water in Flint. <laughs> yeah, fix yeah. the fucking that's water. that's real. Yeah. Exactly. I don't care about evolution because that's in the past. No, I mean, I'm an educator, so I do care about what our kids are being taught. But as of right now... People are dying in Flint. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to get sick. Kids are going to get sick. The environment is dying. People are losing their health insurance. Horrible things are happening. 30% cut to the EPA. Like, you can dump coal waste in streams. And I don't rivers. care what your magical book has to say. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, fuck your magical book. Fuck your magical book. I, I'm not in there. Exactly. I don't see my name in there. But, I don't... but to their point, though, that magical pretend book is a moral guide to how to live their life. So you Which is stone your wife when she works. Uh, you right. know, it's okay to have slaves. Um, you know, uh, the Noah's Ark, which is just like, what? You can kill your kid if an imaginary voice tells you to. Exactly. And it's inspired these people to but do But Islam is the religion of hate. Well, of course. I mean, they're all religions of hate. And, you religion know, people, is hate. Religion is hate. If you have a religion, it is hate. And no, I love those that are no. like, oh, well, you should pray. Anyone that tells you, you know, blah, 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 you need to pray more. No, fuck you. You need to get off your ass and you need to fucking do something, okay? Oh, it's like those, those Facebook posts that uh, somebody gets cured 
and somebody says, well, we got to thank Jesus. We got to thank God. No, you got to thank the doctor. Thank you. You need to thank where you went and the medicine he gave you. Exactly. And thank your insurance company for letting you do that. And thank the college for and teaching the, the doctor. And thank the college, exactly. Like, but I think, do, I think we had this discussion before that it's not about, for some people, it's about understanding that if they want to thank Jesus or God, that maybe Jesus and or God is the idea that that college existed, that that doctor studied hard, that those nurses helped out. That God put them on that path. And you know, well, and you know what? You no, 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 just the idea that all the good nature in human beings to help one another is God. But that's if that's a thought you want to have in your head, that's, not that's awful. fine. Right. That's not awful at all. If that's a thought you want to have inside, right? have the thought, let it go. <laughs> that's it. Have your own, I don't, and push policies based on it. Exactly. Right. I've always said this, okay? Faith is beautiful. Religion is dangerous. Yes. There is a very distinct difference. My grandmother, who's currently living in a home, she has faith. She prays daily. Mm -hmm. She keeps it to herself. Mm -hmm. She does what she has to do because it makes her feel closer to my grandfather who's passed away. Mm -hmm. That, that is her. faith. That yeah. is beautiful. Mike Pence pushes religion for an agenda. Yeah. Or he just is, I, I don't know, I think he's secretly gay and he hates himself for it. <laughs> I came to that theory too. I was watching him on uh, the Weekend Update. Not the Weekend Update, that's SNL. The one with George Stephanopoulos. Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. And I yeah. he had lip gloss on. Mike Pence had lip gloss on. I noticed. I mean, everybody that goes I on Snapchat TV gets, gets makeup done. And did you notice yeah, but his shiny, face? Yeah. shiny pink lip gloss. I'm gonna see if right. I can. I'm gonna see if I can find it. But I you ever notice his face is always look looks like he's trying to squeeze a fart around a turd. Yeah. Like all the yeah. time, his face is like. Mm, he's I, just I know slightly like peridotting. I know it's poop, but I've got to get this fart around it. I know it's poop, but I got to get this fart around it. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, oh, I shit myself. All right, yeah. I hate gays. I'm gonna go yeah. take a poop and clean my pants now. To but, me, um, Mike Pence just always looks like he's trying to figure something out. This, uh, he's just he's, like, he's squinting uh, a lot and he's kind of thinking. Hmm. But I mean, let's we'll conclude because uh, we we do have uh, another sponsor. Oh, good. Um, wow, money's rolling in. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got another sponsor here. Yes, uh, Rockness, we actually do have a sponsor. And our sponsor? It's called uh, Pence Paste. Pence paste, please explain. It's a, it's a toothpaste uh, yeah. um, made by evangelicals and Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. um, basically, what it is is it's it's semen consistency and flavored toothpaste. Okay. Uh, for gay men to use. Okay. Because that's what they love. Of course. But what it does is it actually slowly gets them to hate it. Ah. So, yeah. This is so. This is like therapy for them to become straight. And then this genius. is genius. Yeah. It, it continue. You have to. You have to supplement that though with the praying to yeah. pray the gay away. Right. Okay. So it's so it's like a program, something you sign up for. Well, no, it's just a product you can buy online at um, gofuckyourselfmikepence.com. dot com, mm. and it's just really weird why they would sponsor us. Cause, yeah. But anyways, the that's what just that's what came in the copy. So. Give it a shot, and uh, maybe it'll help. All right. We'll be right back.
All right, folks. Thanks for uh, sticking in there. I know that last sponsor was a little controversial. Anyways, so now we're on to our uh, FU section. Fuck you. Say it. I don't know. Say it now. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you better say it. We're on to our fuck you section. This is just where we call people or things out that are frustrating us. Uh, I'll start. Um, I've had the opportunity to go to Dave & Buster's a few times in my life. And I've had the recent opportunity of going to Lasertron, which is a... I don't know if it's a national or... I don't know. ...thing, but it's certainly here. Um, it's basically the same idea. It's a Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Okay, Dave & Buster's slash Lasertron. Uh, there's laser tag involved. There's arcades. There's drinking. There's food. There's all kinds of things that you used to do as a kid. Uh, not the drinking part. Uh, I did. But geared <laughs> geared for adults. And these are pretty new to our area. Uh, so I could understand being a little loose on the policy of letting kids in. Because they, they want people in the door. You know, the more kids are there, the more money the parents are spending, etc. Uh, I don't know what the policy is at Dave & Buster's as far as when kids are supposed to be there and when they're, when they're sort of kicked out. But when I was there about a year ago... It was packed with kids. I mean, there were babies. I'm not even kidding. Babies there. Strange. Um, it was kind of the opening within the first few months. So, all right, fine. You got to bring people in. Whatever. But last night, I was at Lasertron. It was after 9 o'clock, and their policy clearly states that after 9 o'clock, kids are not allowed into the place, and they are to leave. There's alcohol being served. Adults are getting a little rowdy. They're playing video games, shoot 'em up games, laser this, whatever. Kids shouldn't be there, okay? Get your goddamn kids out of there. And if they want an atmosphere where they can play video games and arcade and eat pizza, it exists at Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese sucks now, though. We are not allowed to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we are. No, not unless you have a kid. Well, you have to, yeah, okay. Okay? I am, I have a kid. Right, but I can't just walk in there and be like, hey, can I have a beer and a pizza and, and maybe play some old school arcade games? No, I can't. So why, shame. why is a kid allowed to come to my place now for adults? Those kids ruin everything. <sighs> yes, they do. It's like, I, I'm not mad at the nine-year-old. You know what I mean? He's He wants to have a good time. I'm mad at the parents who say, yeah, I'm going to ruin this for the other adults. Well, and then the business, too, for not... Yes. Did the you know his parents drinking? Oh, yeah. Wow. The Jesus. management for not stepping Jesus. up and saying, folks, thanks for coming, but as you know, our policy clearly states that after right. 9 p.m., children under the age of 18 are not allowed in here. And it really should be 21 it because be it's basically 21. a bar. Why is it 18? I don't know. It should be 21 and under. It should be. Absolutely. 18-year-olds are awful. Ugh. So... If you're 20 years old and you can't drink legally, Bye. you're you're in a bar that has arcade games. I'm sorry. Get yeah. get out. So it's a bar. So fuck you to Lasertron and Dave and Buster's for not uh, you know manning up and telling these people to leave. Thank you. Fucking that was that was beautiful, Dan. That was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, my fuck you is anyone on the road in their vehicle that makes a left turn ever. 
please, from now on, everybody may go straight or just take a series of right turns. That's that's what you need to do. You're holding up traffic. There's oncoming traffic. You need to make a left. You're selfish. You're ignorant. <laughs> Fuck you. Honestly. What is wrong with you? All I want to do is literally put my bumper, my front bumper against your back bumper, and just slowly push you into the oncoming traffic and just watch your car get fucking smashed. I don't give a shit. I've got, listen to me, I've got places to go, okay? Right. I have. How dare them? I, I, I'm trying to get to the mall to buy things that I don't need, okay? Right. And I take series of right turns in order to get there. Yeah. Okay, for your safety and your benefit, <laughs> you're trying to pull into your street and or your driveway or whatever it is you're trying to do. You're selfish. Yeah, you're fucking selfish and your left turns. You're goddamn god god goddamn it. You're goddamn goddamn left turns. Fuck you and your left turning. I hate you. I hate you so much. Move now. If there's a left turn lane, eh, you know. Fine. I'll deal. I'll deal with especially if you get the green arrow. You know what I mean? I don't mean right. the DC comic superhero green arrow. No one thought that. Um, who's pretty much just Hawkeye. Shut up. Marvel. No one cares. Um, but <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, but I hate you. I hate your left turns. And I also hate people that if they're going to turn right, they quickly kind of jerk to the left and then turn right. Or if they're going to make a left, mm-hmm. they quickly jerk to the right and then turn left. What is the purpose of what that? If, what well, if? Like, like the Cadillac turn. The ca- yes. The Cadillac turn. Yeah. Big and, and even though they got like a Corolla. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, right. What you are you doing? do do that. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. And that that's my fuck you. Now... Jason, you're our guest today, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna thank you now um, for being here with us. I think we had an excellent show, um, discussed a lot of powerful things. Um, but great. right now, I want to open it up to you for our fuck you section. So so please fuck you, Jason. Uh, I'm gonna say fuck you to uh, all the corner stores in the city. Uh, please I, continue. I I can't whether they're one. Whether they're on a corner or in the middle of a block, uh, it seems to me everybody likes to park outside of it with their blinkers on and just go shopping for an hour. Um, I don't know if people know this, but those signs are in English. You can read those. Um, (laughs) The blinkers do not mean you can park there. Usually blinkers just mean there's some sort of emergency. Yeah, typically. And I know... I know getting Coca-Cola is not an emergency. Um, or your blunt wraps. Or your blunt wraps. No, hey, hey, hey. Get my blunt hey. wraps. I've, I've run into some places for blunt wraps. But I have parked my car legally right. Right. to do so. Right. Even if it's 11 degrees outside. I'm a good dad. He's doing it legally and he's gay. Do you hear that, Mike Pence? Yeah. <laughs> he's, do, he's parking legally and he's gay. Right. Wow. I can't... I, I, one of these times, I'm just going to fucking run, run right into one of these cars. Well, I guess what's weird to me is that they're placed all over the city. Everywhere. And actually, where you live, there's even a higher density. There, there was like a neighborhood meeting where they want to get rid of so many of them because there's so many. Yeah. But my question, if, if, there's, if they're everywhere you go, why can't you just walk there? 
they got to be within walking distance. Well, they are in walking distance. I mean, there's literally one on the end of my street. I live five houses down from a corner store. Right. And I, I get that it's winter and some people don't want to don't want to walk, mm-hmm. especially in these side streets because they're not really plowed. It's not really easy it's to true. walk. It's true. But um, if you're going in there for one item, which most of them are, mm-hmm. okay, a lot of these people don't go in there to grocery shop. They're going in there to get a liter of pop, a blunt wrap, a bag of Coke, something. So, you don't need to drive your goddamn car down there. And what surprises me is that all these people in the city who are complaining about having no transportation all of a sudden have a car to get to the corner store, but they don't have a car... To go to the job. To go to their job. To go to the interview. To do anything productive other than buying zigzags. (laughs) <laughs> zigzags and a bag of weed. So yeah, fuck you to corner stores. Corner right. stores, delis. Wow. You're on notice. <laughs> You're on notice. We're watching you. Lasertron, on oh, notice. Man. Left turns, on notice. City corner stores, on notice. Today is the day of reckoning for all of you. <laughs> well, uh, I think that pretty much covers all the bases, don't you think, Killer? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I what a, I think this was. I mean, this is Fantastic. our third show, but Progress. I'd say this is the best. This is the best show. Right. I feel great about this. And it wasn't a dream. Wait, I'm sorry. Completely well, I, real. I blacked out <laughs> for the last hour and 24 minutes. What were we talking? All about? right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. I want to thank my brother Jason for being here. Yes, thank you for being um, like super open with us and allowing us to kind of. I don't want to say poke fun. Um, but bring awareness and, and be funny, be sarcastic mm-hmm. about what is a serious issue. Right. I uh, also want to thank our sponsors. That's Pence Paste. Mm, and Semen. At GoFuckYouPence.com or something like that. I don't remember the... Dot org. And then uh, Rusty's Blades at OhGodWhy.com. Yep. And uh, next week, I think we're going to have to apologize. I think we might actually have Mike Pence here, so stay tuned. Oh, God. He's our next guest, Mike Pence. And until next time, everybody, pray for us. Pray for uh, me. And please, everyone, don't kill each other. Thanks a lot. This is uh, Critical Mass. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.